Hey everybody, this is Flavio, and before we start episode 18 of the Hawthorne Towncast, this is the Caballero episode. The Hawthorne Caballeros, or if uh, you're Spanish, it's the Hawthorne Caballeros, drum and bugle corps. Uh, we get a chance to talk to Al Katz. I wanted to brag a little bit about them. They won the Drum Corps Associates, the DCA World Championships, nine times. The American Legion National Title, 16 times. The National Dream Contest, 17 times. The New Jersey State American Legion title, 43 times. They've competed in five undefeated seasons. They've placed in the top three of the DCA World Championships 31 times in 44 appearances. So um, the other thing I want to remind everybody is that you know during this COVID time, it's been very difficult for them, like so many other organizations, to raise money. Uh, they they rely largely on your donations, and they haven't been able to do that because of the pandemic. So Al shares a little bit of information how we might all be able to help out. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo, another very exciting edition of the Hawthorne Towncast. I'm psyched because for anybody that has ever watched any of the parades in Hawthorne, what I wait for personally every single time is to see the Caballeros come around the corner on Diamond Bridge, turning on the Lafayette Avenue, and just and hearing the drum line, hearing the horns. So I'm very excited to have Al Katz on with us. Al, thanks so much for coming on. Well, thanks for inviting me. Now, Al, what is your what is your title? I know that you're uh, one of the big wigs over there. Well, I'm I'm the business manager. Uh, generally, cores are, are are run by uh, uh, a, a director and and a business manager. Um, we've only had one uh, one director um, in the 75 years of the Corps, and his name was uh, James Costello. He was a he was a uh, uh, he lived in Hawthorne. Um, he started the Drum Corps back in 1946, and um, he passed away back in 2001. And we never replaced that position. Wow, um, that's so cool. Yeah. So he's he's announced at every at every contest at every show, uh, and um, the the drum corps now is run by an administration of, of four people, and um, I'm, the, I'm listed as the business manager. I was very lucky to uh, have uh, you know worked under uh, Kaz. Everybody called him Kaz. Um, he had uh, asked me to help out the business manager who he worked with for 50 years. Uh, his name was Bob Murray. Uh, so you can imagine two people doing the same job for 50 years in an activity that, uh, that we do here. Uh, I, I was his assistant for a couple of years and then unfortunately Bob passed away back in 2002 and, uh, I got the job uh, full time. So, yeah. So, um, so, so take me back. All right. And, and for everybody listening, 
Next year marks the 75th anniversary of the Hawthorne Caballeros. And if you guys listen to this, don't take great pride in the fact that we have one of the world-renowned drum and bugle corps. I, I mean, it's just, I, I love hearing you guys play. I, it's just, it's such a, uh, a darling in town. Well, we appreciate it. Um, yeah, we are celebrating our 75th anniversary this year. Uh, as I mentioned, the, the, the course started in 1946. And what it was, it was a handful of guys who uh, um, had marched in drum corps before the war. Uh, a lot of them were marching in the St. George Cadets in Patterson. Uh, and uh, when they all came back, and you know, obviously they came back in 45, in uh, 1946, they, they came along. Oh, so it was a lot of guys in the military? It was all guys in the military. As a matter of fact, the first picture of the drum corps um, was everybody in their, in their military um, outfits. They really? Have, yeah. Um, they didn't have uh, uniforms. Uh, they weren't even called the Caballeros at the time. Uh, I, they, were, they were the Hawthorne Drum Corps. Um, and uh, it, between uh, Jim Coz and uh, Georgie Hayek, who, God bless him, uh, who was with the Corps for almost the whole time. He passed away about three, four years ago. Wow. Uh, at 90. Um, who was very active with the drum corps up to the day he died. Um, what was they, his name? His name was George Hayek. George Hayek. Uh, he, he owned a little, uh, uh, a little uh, butcher shop in, in uh, Patterson. As a matter of fact, it's still there. His, his, his kids still run the, uh, the oh, wow. butcher shop. Yeah. Uh, but they put, uh, you know, they wanted to get a drum corps together. And, uh, um, you know, they were... From all branches of the service, uh, you know, from Navy to uh, to the Army to uh, Marines, etc. And uh, and they, was it all people from Hawthorne, or did they reach out and friends and families? And well, it was at that time. It was more people that were local to the to you know Patterson. A lot of them all came, you know grew up in Patterson. Sure. Um, and so you know, so from that area, yeah, they were all friends, and they had they had. Uh, marched as a, as a junior drum corps in, in their little towns at, at the time. And, you know, that's when they, when they started. The, the cap, you, we were talking earlier, the, the Caballero name um, came from, believe it or not, a drum and bugle corps in California. I believe and, that. Yeah. Uh, there, was, <laughs> there was a corps called the, uh, the Caballeros of California. They, they've long since gone. Um, now, what, how long ago, when, when did that name first? I believe in 47. Okay. 40, 47, so, 48. So they started uh, out like the Hawthorne Drum Corps, and then they said, you know, there's this, this group out in California. Yeah. <laughs> really? And, and obviously, you know, Caballeros is gentlemen. Uh, and back in the day, uh, drum corps were pretty much all male. Yeah. Um, so that, uh, you know, that, that's how it started. And I believe, uh, and you know, I, I'm only with the organization 40 years. So, uh, I believe that, um, the, uh, they, they, they wore the sombreros or a facsimile thereof. And, uh, Jimmy Cos and his father who started the, the organization liked the look and they decided to be different. 
um, most of the drum corps uh, in, in, in the in the forties um, all looked like uh, West Point cadets. They yeah, I was going to say military. And, yeah. Uh, so uh, th- this was going to be a different look. It was going to be bold. And, yeah, no uh, kidding. That's that's huge. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, so. that's 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 gutsy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, here you have everybody dressed up in their military garb, and then all of a sudden you have the Cavaleros coming out. <laughs> yeah, I, the, the the ladies liked them. That's for sure. Um, but uh, the the drum corps the. The, the senior drum corps world, which is what it was called back then, it's since changed, um, was uh, anybody over 21. Uh, in the beginning, I believe that they all had to have been active in, in the military. Um, most of them all were members of the American Legion Post uh, in, 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 you know, Post 199 in Hawthorne. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, so that that was different, and there, you know, there were a number of other senior drum and bugle corps, um, you know, coming up as well. Obviously, in all the different areas, guys were getting back from the war, and they had done it before they went when they were kids, and they 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 wanted to, you know, have some fun with their with their buddies and play some music and uh, um, you know do their thing. Uh, interestingly enough. Um, the members back then and there, you know, they were all self-taught. Uh, none of them were musicians. They, uh, the instrumentation was much different than it is now. You know, it was a a, um, a bugle. I, that's where drum and bugle came from. Um, they were G bugles, uh, and some of them had uh, valves on them, a valve. Some of them had slides. Um, you know, but not what you're looking at now, where you have the three valves on top of a horn. Sure. Um, so uh, instrumentation has changed uh, dramatically over over the last seventy five years. Thank goodness for that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> They'd be a lot heavier to carry. They uh, well, they they were they were pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, so so let me so let me ask you. Here you are. You, you've been with the core for forty years. Forty years. You've yeah. You've been with the core for forty years. What what's your background? Like, how did you even get involved with the Caballeros? Well, I. Uh, I joined a drum and bugle court in uh, Wayne called the Wayne Monarchs back in uh, 1967. Um, were you were you a, were you a drummer or what, what? I was a horn player. Horn player. I right. was. I, I played baritone. I played the you know, bigger than a trumpet, smaller than a tuba. Um, but it was it's a baritone. Maybe the sound of a of a trombone. Okay. Um, if, if you're you're looking for some uh, semantics on it. And um, I, I marched uh, from 10 years old until I aged out at 21. A uh, little, little sabbatical. And in 1973, I went to go join uh, the Cavs at the time. And I, uh, I, was, I was 17 years old, and somebody brought me in. And you know, Mr. Costello you know, knew of me because I was pretty active uh, in the activity in the, in the junior side. And you know, tried out and got a got a spot. The only problem was is the you know, most of the core at the time were in their 
30s, 40s, and 50s. And how old were you? I was 17. <laughs> and, you know, so they were all talking about going out for a beer and a steak, and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get home and get a, you know, get a burger. Right. <laughs> so I, I went back to my ju- junior drum corps until I was 21, and it was it was probably a good idea. I mean, you know, I met my wife in, in junior corps. We, I, she was eight, I was 10. Uh, wow, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. what a beautiful story. What did she yeah, no, did she play as well? She was in the color guard. Color guard, okay. And um, we'll we'll get into the, to the story about color guards in a, in a little while. But the um, so uh, I left and finished my my career out in junior corps. Taught a little bit. Taught some high school bands. Taught some other drum corps. And in 1979, I. I uh, got married and wanted to march. And, um, uh, you know, so I pleaded with my wife, who, of course, you know, was, you know, knew the activity very well. She had been in it as long as I had. and But she couldn't march in the Cavaliers at the time. It was all male. So she, while I was moping around the house, she threw me out of the house to go join the, <laughs> the corps. Um, and uh, so I was there for... I guess two, three years in, in uh, 1982, um, because competition was very stiff uh, and fierce, um, a lot of our competitors had women in their course, women, girls, teenagers, whatever, uh, and um, they were very good in the color guard side. Our, you know, our men who were, you know, moving around a flag weren't that great at the time. And uh, we were we were actually hurting a little bit. We had uh, we had missed out on a championship in 1980 and 81. We were having issues recruiting. So in 1982, uh, Jimmy Cos goes to us. Well, you know, and this was this was tough because they had been a, an all male corps for all of those years from 46 to 82. Um, we're we're going to have to bring w- women in, and some some of the guys didn't like that idea and, and left the corps. Really? Uh, yeah. They left. Yeah. They left. They and and not so much now, but uh, again, uh, when I started marching, you you were in the corps for you know, 10 15 years. I mean, it was uh, you know, I I knew the guys on either side of me. They knew what I was doing when we were competing and you know, we knew each other's moves, so you you know, that's how how we became good and you know, we're winning championships. Sure. So anyway, they says we're going to we're going to you're going to have, uh, you know, uh, women in the court. And we were all right, this is great. You know, and then it turned out to be the women were our wives and girlfriends for the most part because we all grew up with. Uh, and we uh, we had a very, very good court from 83 to uh, to about 87. Uh, you know, when the women came in, they, they really picked the, um, uh, the the program up and uh, and did a great job for us to uh, to be able to continue to work uh, you know in 84 and 85 we went um, we went uh, undefeated uh, the two years in a row wow. and it was a lot of it had to do with uh, with the program and the, and the color guard and uh, it was uh, it was a great uh, great opportunity for a lot of people uh, my wife stopped marching I, I don't know what got into her head but she 
she wanted to have uh, children, so uh, <laughs> she, she stopped in 85, and my son was born in 86, and he was at his first contest when he was two weeks old while I was competing. So, wow. Uh, so so let's, let's talk about that a little bit, because, yeah. I, you know, I know about a lot of the competitions, but I think a lot of people, you know, they just, again, we just take everything for granted that's around us. And, and you guys go out there and you guys spend, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks out there competing. So tell us a little bit about what what that entails, like what the what the competition is that you guys are facing. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, generally the, the, the year starts on a normal year, not a COVID year, but the, the year would normally start the... Uh, weekend after uh, Thanksgiving where we would have our auditions. Um, we commandeer a school wherever we can get it and afford it and uh, have our auditions in for, for the weekend. And then we start practicing every every month um, what we would have our, our, our uh, percussion and brass rehearsals all month long to learn the musical book. Um, show, uh, a show could be anywhere from eight and a half minutes to... 12 minutes or so how often how uh, often do the musical books change like how often do you change every the music? year every year every year it's a new program yeah right it's it, probably since uh the mid 80s uh and back in the day um not so much they played the, you know pretty much the same show and they were they were really good at it and uh you know that's how the the caballeros uh you know won uh 16 national championships and uh uh, we have nine world championships because the Nationals, it was an American Legion-sponsored uh, event. So um, you look at us, we have 25 of the, of the top honors uh, uh, over, over these years. That's almost and as good as the Yankees. You realize that. That's, well, they, a lot of them call us the, the, the drum corps equivalent to the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I have a couple of rings that, uh, to that, prove that it. show that off as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah, when you when you win a world championship, uh, you know they have an opportunity. We get some rings, so and it's gu- nice. And guys, if, listen, if you've never seen them, and it's it's hard for me to believe that anybody listening to this has not seen the Hawthorne Caballeros in one way or another, but. They are all over YouTube. You can watch more, more recent shows. You can watch shows, you know, way back in the day. Uh, and I, I, I just loved them. I, you know, I still, I still, my favorite was, I think it was two or three years ago, one of the parades. I think it was the Memorial Day parade. Uh, I'm way, of course, here, here come the Caballeros are coming up Lafayette, or up uh, Diamond Bridge, ready to make that left turn on Lafayette. And, Everybody stopped, and you know I have my phone up there, and the drum line just came over, lined up, and just gave me like a forty-five second rush of the drum line, and it just it just kicked you guys up at another level for me. Well, you know, the, all all of the members now, where I said earlier, everybody was self-taught, and and uh, it could take uh, take us uh, back in the day, it could take us, you know, a month to learn one one tune. We could learn the at least the music sight read the music for a whole show in, in you know in a weekend because these uh, our members are so uh, talented. Um, the majority of them are are, are music majors. Uh, where I said before the the, the core was uh, were a number you know men over twenty one and you know they marched until they were you know in their sixties and seventies sometimes. Um, now. The average age of the drum corps is probably 
18, 19, 20 years old. We really? Do have some, yeah. No, we do have some people that are, uh, you know, older. Uh, my brother is one of them. He's still marching. He's been, uh, well, he, he started in the same little junior corps that I did. He was uh, five years old when he carried his symbols for the first time. And <laughs> he, tur- he turned 50 this year. He's probably one of the older ones out there. Wow. Obviously in much better shape than me. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, they're, 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 you know, either music educators or going to be music educators or music majors in college. Yes. Um, when it comes to the uh, musicians, um, the color guards are, you know, a lot of them are teachers and, and, and whatnot. The, um, you know, if you've been watching on, on YouTube, you've been seeing some of the, some of the programs. They're, they're, it's, it's pretty intricate as to uh, the things that they're doing. Um, you know, we know it's no longer just horns and drums. If you look at the front sideline, um, you have uh, five uh, marimbas out there. Um, you have uh, 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 timpanis. Um, a lot of electronics now are into the shows. So when uh, you when you compete, how many people, how many musicians are in that show on average? The uh, the, the marching complement is one hundred and twenty five. One hundred and twenty five. Right. Wow. So when we're at full strength, we're one hundred and twenty five uh, on the field. Um, we have about, and I had this argument with my show coordinator the other day, uh, we have about 45 or 50 uh, people that teach them, uh, their instructors that are teaching them the music, teaching them the, um, how to march, how to, how to dance. You know, there, there's, right now, there's, you know, it's not just marching up and down the, the, the field. There, there's a lot of choreogra- uh, choreography. Um, where they're not only playing the horns, but they're they're also doing a lot of a lot of uh, dance moves. And yeah, a lot of movement. Yeah, uh, in the front, as I was talking about, which is um, sometimes incredible. These these musicians, you know, are sitting there with four mallets in their hands, playing a, a you know a four or five octave uh, um, uh, marimba uh, and uh, synthesizers and. Uh, you know, we have people that do auxiliary that are, are, are playing the, the bongos and the, you know, whatever other sounds that you might hear on a, on the drum corps field. Um, that's, uh, it's, you, we were talking about the, the time you put into it. A normal year, we would, we would practice at least once or twice every month. And people are coming in from, you know, all over. Uh, we have, we have people that, that uh, march in a drum corps that fly in from from Japan. Seriously? Um, yeah, they'll come in for their auditions, and uh, if they make the line, they'll come in in April uh, when we go almost full time. When I say full time, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, and they'll they'll stay here until Labor Day, until uh, Labor Day weekend, which is a championship weekend. Uh, but we have members coming in from you know Maryland and Delaware and. Uh, uh, Pennsylvania, Canada, uh, you know, in, in Massachusetts and whatnot. Um, so they're they're coming in every single weekend. It's not like that they're they're here. They're they're going to come in on Friday night after driving ten fifteen hours from Canada. We had one one 
one couple came in. It was ten hours every every Friday. They would they would come in. They would be at rehearsal at eight o'clock at night on Friday. They would leave after being beat up on the on the drill field all all, all weekend long at four o'clock on on um, Sunday and then drive home. Wow! And, and then do it all over again the following week. So so for everybody listening, you know, if you go to HawthorneCaballeros.org, and remember there's two L's in that, uh, Caballeros would be pronounced Caballeros, uh, and I, I love the story that they got the name after a, uh, a California group. Uh, you guys can go on the site. If, if you want to, if you're interested in playing, you know, you can sign up. Are you, you guys, you guys are going to take like the next month looking for people or is that, is there still an opportunity if people are interested? There's always an opportunity. Uh, right now, with, okay, let's talk about drum corps COVID style. Um, <laughs> we had uh, we had our open house earlier this year. Uh, and we we commandeered uh, Passaic County Votech uh, because we wanted to be outside. Normally, obviously, you don't. And in November, it's a little cold. You're not going to be outside. So yeah. we started in October with uh, our. Um, auditions and we probably had I, I don't know 150 people show up for this we were surprised because it, number one it was so early um you know you, you haven't lived until you've seen 14 tubas in an arc you know, playing. <laughs> um yeah we, we marched 10 there were 14 there wow. um but what, what we were able to do in uh, pcti is the horn line never saw the drum line because we wanted them far enough away again due to COVID, you know we're taking all the precautions yeah they're you know waivers are being signed yeah they they have you know so we can do uh, uh you know cross checking on where people have been um we you know temperatures are being taken but the the color guard was in another part of the campus and so you know, that's un- unusual. Normally, at some point in time, you would get them together and they would play at least what they learned for that day. Sure. We couldn't do that this year. So so if uh, people are still interested, can they, where it says join the Cavs, can they fill that information out? Absolutely. All right. So, absolutely. So if you, if, and there's, and, there's no and, age and limits, right? now throughout the, throughout the winter. As a matter of fact, this weekend, there is a, uh, uh, we're having our first, at least first for this year, virtual uh, rehearsals so the drum line and the uh and the horn line will be learning virtually uh you know pretty much what they're they've all they've been doing with, with school um they're going to be doing uh uh to, to learn the musical program wow and, and every and and everybody everybody you're competing against is doing the exact same thing yeah and it's yeah. a level and playing field right as a matter of fact, we just uh, we the, the association that we compete in called the Drum Corps Associates, called the DCA Associates. Uh, we had our, our winter meeting um, again by Zoom um, this past uh, weekend, and um, the the year is going to be much different. Normally, we're traveling every single weekend, uh, coming you know mid June. Um, we're going to start our competition season in the middle of july and it's all going to be virtual every core is going to you know learn their, their programs um at uh, on a saturday night we will uh tape the program 
it will be sent off to uh, to the uh, live stream company that's handling uh, handling this, uh, and the judges will judge it off of off of um, the the program that they're you know that we've recorded. And on Sunday nights, they're going to uh, live stream the show um, for for everybody. Uh, believe it or not, we're you know we're normally we're competing against cores, and obviously in the United States, there there are cores that we compete with against uh, from Atlanta and from Minnesota and from Chicago that we generally see them during the, the championship. Now we're going to be able to compete against them all season, but virtually. Wow. Yeah, and. And we also there are some cores in Japan that are probably going to kick in, and some cores from England that are going to uh, to be part of the program. So it, it should be it, it should be fun. It's not going to be what we're accustomed to, you know, where 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 we take the two trucks that you see parked behind the the American Legion post, sure, and trailers and buses and you know going from place to place to place. But uh, you know, our our hope and our plan right now is that we'll be spending our time at the Passaic uh, uh, County Votech for for the summer, with an opportunity, with the possibility, obviously, if the um, science dictates it, um, to have a, a world championship in uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Nice. Uh, and that will be Labor Day weekend. Now, if, if anybody during the course of the season, if they want to see one of these live streams, I mean, are they, or these streams, are they open to the public or? They'll, they'll be selling subscriptions, very reasonable. Um, I think the subscription for the season is like, you know, $50, something like that. Um, we, obviously, and this might be an opportunity for for people in town that have not had it uh, really a, 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 the opportunity to see us uh, live absolutely uh, they can you know we're, we're going to allow as many as people as, as the school allows us to bring in um, hopefully by by midsummer uh, you know it should be with the with the vaccine coming out we should be in much better shape but we're we're going to open up our, our rehearsals and open up our uh, uh, you know, so people can come and see the performance you know we're gonna have some you know, friends and family days, you know, oh, so, that's people awesome. can be, so people can actually, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the members, you know, they feed off the audience. You know, if you, it's one thing to, to play and perform. If you're really playing for, and performing to nobody, like, like what even you're seeing with the NFL. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. You know, they're, I'm sure they're, you know, they're not having the time of their lives playing to empty stands. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, and, and I, another point that I want to bring up is, is guys, you, you heard how intense this, this gets. I mean, it's, it's weekend after weekend during the summers and rehearsals between, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas and, and the beginning of the season. And, and this is all, these are all volunteers. This is, this is not a big profit organization. No. And, and I, I felt bad for you guys because, like, you know, we, we, we talked to... Uh, Fight for Autism, and, and we talked to Lighthouse. You know, a lot of these organizations that had um, fundraisers, these big fundraisers, and they depend on these fundraisers to raise funds to support them for the season. And, and I know you guys kind of you guys do the same thing, right? Well, I mean, last year, uh, <laughs> it just as it might have happened, uh, when did it, when did they close everything down? At the end of March or mid March, 
Um, so our first parades for St. Patrick's Day were canceled. Okay, where that we make our we make our money doing parades and and uh, you know with some exhibitions and whatnot. You don't make too much money when you're competing. But um, so that was canceled. Then uh, not too not too. Uh, Soon after that, I get a call from the town. Of course, that you, you've probably seen us on the on the street with our with our con- containers. You know, uh, we call it Tag Day, where they're we're asking for money and people yeah. are throwing money in. Well, that of course was was um, that canceled, went away. Yeah, which was a you know big chunk of change for us. Um, then Memorial Day weekend again is another big um, you know because when you see us in Hawthorne. We've already done three parades before that. Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah, we just go from one place to another place to another place. Uh, we do, uh, on on the actual day, on Memorial Day, we'll do Wallington, then we'll go to Fairlawn, then we'll go to Hawthorne. Uh, Saturday, the Sunday, be, the day before uh, Memorial Day, we're in Saddlebrook. Um, so, I, and again, those are, those are big... Um, big money days for us and this year we were supposed to um, go out to uh, Rhode Island uh, and Massachusetts Rhode Island has the biggest July 4th parade and the oldest July 4th parade in the country um, so we were going to be going out there and doing three or four parades out there to try to help us and of course the other our biggest fundraiser is the drum corps show that we hold at Clifton Stadium generally the second weekend of July um, where, you know, we'll pack the stands with about 3,500 people. Uh, and, um, you know, that's where we, that's where we make a lot of the money that we, with, that we operate with. And that's, and that was all gone this year. All gone. Yeah. G- guys, if you go to HawthorneCaballeros.org, okay. And Caballeros, Caballeros.org <laughs> and scroll down, you're going to see a donate button. And, you know, when you press on the donate button, it doesn't say, hey, donate, you know, $100, $500, $1,000. Donate whatever you can. At the same the same time that you used to throw a buck or two bucks or five bucks in the can on the corners, uh, do that here because they're not able to get out there. They're not able to to raise the kind of funds that they've been raising. And, you know, it's it really depends on, on us. You know, I... Whenever I see you guys out there on the on the uh, the corners, you know this is not a profit organization. All that money that's raised goes to support the 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 shows that they do, the competitions they do, and and I'm I am so proud to say that that I'm from Hawthorne, the same town as the Caballeros, because you guys have been so successful. You're the Yankees of drum drum and bugle corps. Uh, and it's it really is just it's always it's always a treat. I mean that's I always look forward to seeing you one, guys. One of one of the the really nice things about uh, at least for me as a, as a caballero, uh, you know anywhere that I travel a lot and and uh, uh, anywhere I've traveled, oh, I could be in California, I could be in Chicago, I could be anywhere, and I'll you know I'm either wearing a shirt or a jacket or or something. Um, people know the Caballeros and they know Hawthorne, New Jersey. So, uh, it was, um, you know, they've, they've, they've made a, they've made a mark. Um, uh, and, and, and he, normally if somebody says you're from Hawthorne, oh, you know, the Caballeros. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, so guys, and, and keep in mind that the Caballeros cannot continue 
without donations, without raising the money that they need to keep going. So if you want to see them go away, you know, then don't donate anything. But I can't imagine anybody that's listening, anybody in town that's not willing to, to pony up some change. And and there's a campaign that you guys are working on. I, I, I want you to touch on it real quick and then we'll wrap it up. It's called the 750 for the 75th campaign. But I don't even. I, th- I think you moved the digit a little bit. All we're looking for is seventy-five dollars for the seventy-fifth anniversary. If we could get, obviously, you know, a hundred people, a couple hundred people to spend seventy-five dollars for the whole uh, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. not. It's not like you're saying, "Hey, give us seventy-five bucks a week." No, 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 no. Um, you know, if you could, that would. We'd, we'd love that. <laughs> You'll but, take it. You sure? We'll take it. But uh, yeah, I, you know, we're we're. We're we're looking for seventy five dollars a donation, uh, and that's that's for the whole year. Um, you know, when when you're talking about uh, instruments, uh, the, the 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 brass line that uh, that we have, you know, costs about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars when we're purchasing them or renting them or whatever. Um, the front uh, ensemble that I was talking about with the with the marimbas and everything, that's a believe it or not. Um, that is a, uh, a very high price tag of about $120,000. And the, the drum lines, you know, where they have, you know, 10 snares running around with, and, and, uh, five tenors and, uh, and, and five bass drums. And that's about twenty thirty thousand dousand dollars you know, not every year. We, we, of course we can't do that. Uh, but you know, every, every four or five years we try to replace, you know, something in the drum corps. Um, and uh, as as you had said, there no nobody gets paid. Um, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, the uh, the members have have a tuition that they have to pay. They're being taught. So we're, we we um, we used to be um, connected with uh, Edison College, I believe it was, where they would get uh, they would get um, uh, credits, school credits. Okay. Um, and um, but uh, it's. You know, for what the time and energy and effort that everybody puts into it, they do it for for the love of the activity, uh, for, to be able to, to put a smile on people's faces. Uh, you know, we'll, uh, you know, when we do parades, people are you know constantly gathering around, and we're we we're we're sought after quite a bit from from sponsors because we do kind of bring. Uh, bring the crowds in for them yeah so so guys go go to hawthornecaballeros.org uh if you want to if you're interested in joining the cabs if you're interested in volunteering for the cabs uh and helping out because i know you know when you guys are on the road uh there's a lot of equipment to lug around that's another that's another great uh point um we, we are always looking for volunteers to help us uh, uh, feed the court. Um, we feed them when they're, when they're with us. Um, you know, the, especially when we're traveling around, you know, the, we, can't, we can't be sending them out, uh, you know, all over the place. We don't have a lot of time. They're, you know, they get about a half hour to eat, and then they're back on the field practicing and, and, and getting ready for the show. Sure. Um, so we have people that are cooking for us. We have people that help us sell souvenirs under a souvenir tent. Um, again, people helping move equipment out. Uh, so, and, and you know, if you're a uh, if you're a volunteer, you're a caballero. Uh, you don't have to have uh, 
you know, the uh, the ability to play a horn or a drum or play, you know, spin a rifle or, or, or a flag, um, you are as important as a member of the Corps, and we, we would love to have, you know, uh, people uh, come around and help. And, and if you can't do it every single weekend, whenever you're available. So if I help out, can I wear a pair of those pants? Uh, <laughs> I want the, um, the pants and the hat. I'm going to disappoint you, okay? I'm going to disappoint you right now. Um, the, the, the bell-bottom pants, which I love and that's all I ever wore, oh, no. are only in the alumni corps. Oh. Uh, yeah, the bell-bottom pants, uh, we, how do I, how do I in liken this to when you, um, when you see uh, uh, gymnasts, you know, they're always wearing a different type of an outfit for whatever they're doing. Sure. Um, each show that we have now is designed from the ground up, including a uniform. Every year? Every year. Uh, and the bell bottoms, which back in, you know, 1946 or even in the 90s and, and whatnot, were wonderful for the type of shows that were, that were written. Now with so many dance moves and acrobatics and things like that they get tied up in the in the with the, in the uh, bell with the bottoms bell yeah yeah i can see it. so <laughs> you know they're they're wearing they're wearing a, a straight black pants uh, the one thing that will never go away ever 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 is the sombrero the sombrero will be there forever it has it to is, be it, it is who we are uh and you know where where i say that the uniform changes it if you were to look at some of the pictures, you know, over the last three, four years, five years, um, unmistakable that it's the Caballeros out on the field. It's just a little different. You know, it's uh, 2.0, Caballeros 2.0, we like to say. <laughs> well, guys, listen, you know, reach out, get on, get on their website. And I know you guys are on Twitter. You could follow them on Twitter. Keep updates on uh on when they're going to start their season, and and click that donate button. Throw a couple dollars in there. Uh, that this, you know, it, it's all going to a great cause. And and if you've heard the Caballeros play, you'll you'll know exactly what I mean. Al, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, it it really was fun for me. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it. Thanks so much, and I wish everybody a very happy holiday. Thank you. Uh, and, and everybody, please be safe. It's it's a little crazy out there right now. Yeah, and keep in touch with everybody and uh, and let, let us know what you guys are doing. Let us know. I'm excited that, uh, that we can come in here. I, I loved hearing you guys rehearse when you guys were rehearsing down at Kohler. What well, I was going to say, uh, this spring, because we can't go to, to uh, uh, PCTI until after school is out, um, the spring will be at Kohler. And uh, we also rent the field over at um, uh, Gothelbrook. I'm sorry, uh, the Gothelbrook new, you know, the new uh, football field over there. We we rent that, so we will, uh, you know, we'll be in town uh, at least from April until May or June. Well, we we're we're definitely going to come out and check you guys out, and and make sure you guys, you know, empty your piggy banks, find some loose change, put it all together, because I know you guys are looking for seventy five bucks, and just to break that down so you guys understand, that's twenty one cents a day. All right, that's a quarter a day. 
that you know that we're spending on we can't even justify what we're spending it on so so put some put some change together and get it out to the caballeros because you know that's one of the uh the hawthorne institutions that we don't want to see go away so al thank you so much again and uh we'll see you out there thank you so much and make sure when when we are you come and see me okay i I absolutely will and and everybody uh have a great week and we'll talk to you again soon 